Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dade Edwards. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Father Muffin Protocol. We back in the building. More importantly, we back in the country, man. It was a nice little run. Been out of town for a... Wow, this was actually a long tour. We were going, I want to say about... Say, uh... About nine, ten days? We, uh... We, we, we left, but we came back before before I even get get into the exciting trip that I had. Y'all make sure you go and check out uh, All Things Comedy. Go ahead and click, after you listen to this episode, click on some of the other uh, wonderful podcasts on there, uh, which I run down all the time, and you all can go search out. But allthingscomedy.com, that one, go check out some of, uh, some of our comedy brethren and citron. Citrin? Citrin. <laughs> Some of the brothers and sisters that have podcasts on the um, on the network, man. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe. And look, look, how many times, how many times do we have to have this conversation, people? How often do I have to say it? Hmm? Listen to uh, the podcast. Yes, I appreciate the listening, but also make sure you subscribe. Click that button that says subscribe. That way when the new episodes pop out, they're right there for you. You know they're there, and you can listen immediately. Because uh, sometimes, I ain't go for it, sometimes even though I'll put the blast out on Monday, sometimes I might drop them late uh, Sunday night. You know, uh, when you're watching uh, some some movie late at night. You know you got to work the next day. You know You know you do. But still, you say, you know what? Oh, wow, I got a prompt. The Father Muggin Protocol's new episode is up and available. I don't care if it's 1 a.m. I'm going to listen till 3. Uh, and make sure you comment and like, man. Comment, like, listen on iTunes, listen on SoundCloud, listen on All Things Comedy. But make sure we need people to know that it's out there. That our numbers and our voice are out there, man. All right? So, yeah, make sure you tell somebody, man. Tell somebody and, and let people know. I actually, here's what's funny. My, my brother-in-law just came in uh, into the room, and he was like, um, yeah, you know what? I've been been meaning to listen to your podcast, um, uh, but he doesn't know how. And I think I think we need to have a uh, how to listen to a pro- podcast properly. I think people that are unaware of the technology... They hear the term podcast, include myself, I've said this before, are a little intimidated by it because you think, oh, wow, we got to, we have to subscribe and do a bunch of things. For starters, you want people to listen. So all you have to do, tell people, listen, just click on the link and press play. It's that simple. Click on your link and press play. It's that simple, people. It's all you have to do. Anyway... Back to my trip. So, <laughs> actually, it's been. I think this this might be the most I've been overseas in less than thirty days because uh, I went to Kuwait. I went to Kuwait to uh, to perform at uh, Ali Al Salim and Ali Al Jabir Air Force bases in Kuwait. We left on Wednesday the ninth, and we got back. Uh well my myself uh road manager Ruben and Rich Pierre Louis um 
we got back to L.A., Ridge and I got to L.A. on the 14th. So we were out there, well, that was maybe like a total of six days, including travel, six days worth, in Kuwait. But then L.A. was was the entire week, and then I was home on the weekend. I got home, I left L.A. on the red eye on Friday the 18th, got home on the 19th, and then uh, I left again on Tuesday the 22nd and returned I got back that was Tuesday the 22nd and I got back to uh to New York on the 1st Thursday the 1st of October so yeah I was I was a brother was gone let's see how many days were we going in, in the middle two four I'm including travel two four six eight ten twelve fourteen fifteen so I was I was going exactly half the month in 30 days of September, I was going 15 of those days, man. It was a long, long haul, but it was dope. It was worth it. It was exciting. It was fun. It was challenging. It was frustrating. It was all of the above. Um, the first trip was dope because I had my boy Rich with me. The second trip, well, here's what happened. I expected it to be fun because it had been... Probably, geez, at least two, two and a half years since I've been to Dubai. Now, here's what's funny. You tell people you're going to Kuwait versus Dubai, total difference. Um, Even though both are in the Middle East. I told people, well, I actually just posted the flyer saying I was going to Dubai. Posted about a month ago, month, month and a half ago uh, when I found out about it. Um, because a buddy of mine... Uh, who who put me, who essentially helped book a brother, start booking a brother out in the Middle East. He he decided he was going to start doing this twice a month, uh, this bi monthly thing in Dubai. Was the money spectacular? No, um, and it wasn't the normal standard of flying business class. It was coach. You know, to fly that many hours, coach is challenging, especially when you've been spoiled. The last, uh, you know, 15, 16 times you've been over there in business class, right? But I said, you know what? I got to humble myself. I'm going to humble myself. And, and this is my man. He asked me to do a favor. Boom, we're going to do it. So I, I posted up some whole people I'm going to Dubai. Uh, or And, yo, everybody starts congratulating me. This is <laughs> hilarious. Everyone starts said, putting up these comments on... Uh, on on Facebook and on Instagram, saying, "Oh man, that's awesome! Congratu-. I'm like, Cong- "What what what are we, what are we congratulating? Why why is everybody? <laughs> look, I'm look, I'm reading down the the clips. It was very dope. Kill it, OMG, that's awesome. Dope. That pool looks nice. Oh man, that's awesome. Congrats. Who do I have to talk to to get this gig? That's funny for my man BT. Congrats." This one, no more shows in Dubai, uh, you know. So that, but that was that was the second post. That was the post I put up once I was there. The the original post that I put up. Well, here's what's funny. Hold up, I'm just out of curiosity. Uh, okay, they both got about the same amount of uh, clicks and likes. But the first post I put up um, a couple of weeks, seven weeks ago, it it runs the but it's uh. Let's see. Take me. Good shit. God bless. 
damn, hook a brother up, you need the duffel bag, keep the great shows coming, maybe one of the sheiks over there, just give you a Bugatti just because, I miss your face, appreciate that, love it, I want some of that, comics are funny, because comics are like, comics are like, yo, that's dope, yo, who books that, I'm saying, hook a brother up, uh, my man, Charlie Wilson TV, I'll do this show for free, I'll open up, <laughs> ah, that's funny, Oh, and this was dope. My boy Maz Jabrani hits me. I'm going to be there doing a show on the 25th as well. Looks like we got a reunion, which is dope because, um, well, because Maz and me and Maz see each other. I've said this before. We see each other more overseas than we do in the States, which is sad if you think about it, but it's actually kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> hold up, man. I just just realized my boy BT he put another comment. That's how it is, Playboy. You just go rubbing in. You gonna be in Dubai? I'm doing one nighters in town. So small, I have to stay in a bigger town because that town doesn't have a motel. There's poop all over my life. I see you, Dean. <laughs> That's funny. And then uh, I bet he was like, "Yeah, we we having a reunion." And then my boy, uh, who's actually a big radio, uh personality over there he uh his name is chris fade chris fade uh hit me and let me know yo make sure you come up to the radio station so i was like oh that's dope i appreciate that so i told people i'm going to dubai this excitement and congratulatory i told people i was going to kuwait everybody's like you why are you doing that what are you doing why do you know they're they're cutting people's heads off they're beheading people like they're not it's 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 fine this is for everybody listening i have never felt uh nervous or fearful for my life anytime i've gone to the uh middle east they always roll out the red carpet treat a brother well actually um treat me better than they do at a lot of a lot of the gigs i do in the states man so um that's one of the reasons a brother loves going over you know it's good to be wanted but also because they, they, they pay well and it's exciting and it's good to, you know, see some of my, uh, some of my old friends that I haven't seen in a while, you know. Shout out to uh, uh, Ali and, uh, and Mina and uh, Alexandra and uh, uh, Camille, Camille, Dean, Camille Basha, that's my man. Um, so boom, so I find out I'm going to Dubai and usually people want to book you. So they don't have to pay for that flight from the States. So I hooked up. You can hear there's a fire truck in the background. Can you tell I'm back in Brooklyn? Uh, my boy Camille and I uh, linked up. I said, all right, boom, we're going to do another show at uh, the American University in Kuwait. You know, it's a last-minute gig, but we're also going to do something bigger, probably like a 1,500-seater with my myself and hopefully my boy Godfrey and all. Africa, they call like he told he, these are his, his words. He says, uh, "No, Dean, you have to understand. Uh, African American culture is so big in uh, over here in the region, and um, so um, the two comedians people always talk about um, that I brought over here in the last five years. I've been doing this for eighteen years. Are are you and Godfrey? Those are the two comedians. So I'm thinking if I do an all African American show, we will sell a lot of tickets, make a lot of money, and make a lot of people happy. So I was like, boom, let's make that happen. But in the meantime, we're gonna do this other show. Um, since I'm going to be in the Middle East region already, and and we're locking low. So we're all set. I'm excited. I'm ready to go over to uh 
go over to Dubai for almost a week. And then, so I was leaving for Dubai. I was supposed to leave on Wednesday because the flyers said the shows were uh, were to take place on Friday and Pardon me, Friday and Saturday, September 25th and 26th at the Andreas Restaurant, the Hoptour Grand Hotel with special guest Dean Edwards. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And I ain't been able to rock out with my man in a while, so it'd be good to see him since he's hosting and he's doing this new thing once, twice a month. So week and a half out, I get a call telling me, yo, you know what? Uh... They actually are going to need you to come in a day earlier because um, the religious holiday uh, Eid is is occurring that week. And so the shows actually aren't on Friday and Saturday. The shows are on Thursday and Saturday. I'm like, dang, because look, I'm I'm married with children and I can't just just get up and leave. I got to, you know, clear with the family. The family expects that I'm leaving on on Wednesday, that's an extra day I have with my family. Because usually the flights are like Wednesday. Usually going overseas, I fly out like at night. But they pushed it, so I need now to leave on Tuesday, which is a big difference. But I, I do it. Uh, so I, I, and, and then my man tells me he's not going to be there. <laughs> he tells me he's not going to be hosted. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Are you serious? Because I want my... One of the reasons I signed on to do the joint is because we haven't gotten to hang out in a long time. So I expect that, you know, we'll get to kick it. We'll have some fun in, in Dubai. It should be fun. Yo, um, now I'm a little disappointed because I'm going to be there solo. But I have my, some of my friends out there, so I'll reach out to them. Uh, so I fly out. I fly to New York because I want my Delta Sky Miles, right? I uh, I decide I you know we're gonna fly Delta so we do New York Atlanta Atlanta straight to Dubai right um, some people when I was when I was in the airport in Atlanta going to, going towards my gate his uh, his brother I think he was in the Navy uh, he said excuse me sir you mind um, I don't mean to bother you but um, aren't you a comedian it's a real nice dude so we started talking. I appreciate it's always weird though because this is when you start feeling a little older when people say, Man, I used to watch you when I was a kid. You're like, Well, how old am I really then? Uh, but whatever, you know, it's it's all it's all love, it's all fun, so I appreciate it. And um and then I get to my gate and then I see these other two sisters recognize me. And they uh one of them I see her turn to her friend, and she's like, he's a comedian. So I'm on the phone with with my house. And I see her say that, so I wave, and then she yes, I guess there was a big music festival going on in Dubai for the uh, religious holiday because people were going to be off, and so I think like Jason Derulo and uh, I think is her name Ellie Golding or Ellie Gooding, whatever she was there, and that's what they were going for. I was going, I was like, well, I'm doing a show. You're more than welcome to come. Just let me know. Uh, I get in. After this long flight, get in uh, the flight left. Here's what's crazy. The flight was supposed to leave at 9.45, and I was tired. But I was like, you know I was tired? Because I was still tired from the trip from Kuwait, 
from New York to Kuwait to LA back to New York. My clock was already kind of messed up. The LA trip really messed me up because I went way ahead of time and then went way back in time going out west to LA. Um, but I promised myself I would not fall asleep during the first flight from New York to Atlanta. But the flight from Atlanta to Dubai, I was like, I'm, I'm probably going to fall out. Man, I fell out before the plane even took off. I fell out. I woke up, and we were still sitting there. And uh, and they, they mentioned there was a mechanical error. I never understand why people complain when there's a mechanical error on the plane. You know what I mean? Like people are like, what? <laughs> Man, listen, I'd much rather they discover a mechanical error while we're on the ground. Feel me? Much rather uh, them discover some sort of issue with the plane while we are still parked on, uh, you know, terra no, terra firma, right? As opposed to at 40,000 feet. Uh, we seem to have a malfunction with engines one and two on the left side of the plane. You know, so uh, so we left right at 10, 15, but we got in, we landed in Dubai about 8.30. Um, it was pretty quick trip quick flight they the the uh resort i was performing at they they had someone waiting as as i get off the plane so that was awesome they got me to the hotel hey, for anybody that's traveling overseas here's one thing here's, here's for all the new jacks and for anybody that travels a lot always remember to check with your credit card company and or your bank and let them know when you're traveling overseas because I go to check in and my cards will not work. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, but I know, I know they there's money on them. I know I should be able to. Um fortunately, fortune, fortunately, I should say. Fortunately, um, there was a bank right next door. So I uh I just went and took out um some uh is it derms i think it's derms whatever whatever the currency is in dubai the uh the united arab emirates whatever currency they use uh i had to go and get money just to put down for incidentals because my credit cards weren't working and i didn't feel like sitting there at the desk trying to call uh, my credit card company so just put I put what was it? What was it like eight hundred here? I'm I'm looking it up right now. Yes, yeah, the UAE dirhams. So I had to put down the equivalent of what's here? What's what's a uh, let's see two hundred? I think it was say two. It was really it was like one eighty. So it was like one hundred eighty dollars uh, U.S. dollars is uh is about six hundred. And seventy six hundred eighty dirhams. So I put that down, checked in, and uh, then I fell out. The next day, I actually just chilled most of the day, man. I was, I really didn't. You know what? I know people are like you didn't go, you didn't visit the Burj Khalifa and all that. I've been to Dubai now a couple of times. Hey, when people when you people come to New York, this was funny. When you live in New York all your life, you hardly go to uh the the empire state building or landmarks like the statue of liberty and all that so you know as a tourist in in dubai the first time i went yeah of course you go to the burj khalifa 
and uh and I forgot the name of the 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 world trade the there are these two twin buildings one's female one's male or whatever and you know doing those you do them but then you're not gonna go every time you know I because the tourist thing for me wears off very fast and that's just from traveling a lot I you know I appreciate going on trips and traveling to you know exotic locales and interacting with different people but I could care less about your building, man. After after seeing your building a couple of times, I'm like, oh, it's big, it's shiny. They have fun. they have a water show. It doesn't matter. So I, I chill most of the time. So then uh, Thursday night was the first show, right? Thursday night's the first show. In the meantime, I check with Kuwait. The Kuwait show is all set the following week. Um, uh, Camille, who booked me, he's he's excited and nervous because it's, since he put it together very last minute, like within a matter of weeks, um, he's hoping that the holiday does not affect people showing up, or I should say the holiday does not make people not want to come out on a Wednesday night and the shows at a, the university so he gets a couple of sponsors, you know, um, between Acura, Franklin and Marshall Apparel. Uh, uh, their version of Best Buy in Kuwait is called Excite. And what was the fourth? And Gold's Gym. It was a big deal over there. So uh, I'll get back to that. So on uh, on Thursday, uh, I'm contacting. They're big on WhatsApp, right? That's the big thing over there is people communicating via WhatsApp. So um the 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 promoters are checking on me everything's cool i'm swear away i'm checked in i'm i know the show is that evening so my main focus is here let's just make sure i know my, my dude isn't gonna be there um so who's hosting see i'm all about the show that's my main focus that's my main concern is the show gonna rock out and we're gonna have everything set up properly um I think I check out the venue that afternoon just to go meet and and to eat. Um, they had a great great uh, menu. It's a nice restaurant, but it's a restaurant, so I'm really not feeling the restaurant setup because and and the reason being, anyone that knows about live performing knows that you want people as focused on the show as possible, right? And dinner theater stinks. Why? Because not only are you competing for people's attention, but you're competing against the sound of drinks being mixed. You're competing with the sounds of forks and knives hitting against the plates. You're competing with people uh, that are enjoying their meal. Their their focus is not 100% on you performing, you know, and uh, so, you know, you, you, you suck it up and drive on. I learned that years ago in the military. And so I said, all right, I'm going to just deal with it, but let's just make sure we get a host. So my boy, Ak, he said, yeah, he's working on it. And then uh, I was like, okay, that's fine, because if the if we didn't have a host, I could check with one of my people that already uh, lives in Dubai and is a comic, and we can make that happen. Now, people, people love, listen... When you're in an area where they don't have a lot of comedy, people want to rock out 
and have great shows. So it wouldn't have been anything for me to call up any of my people that are comics over there to ask for uh, ask them to do a solid and do some time. Um, but hey, it's not my show. And fortunately, I, I know Maz is coming through. So if worst case scenario, maybe he can do some time on my show. So I get there. The show's at uh, 9 o'clock. I get there about 8.40. Anybody that knows me knows I don't like showing up for shows early. I don't like sitting around on ice waiting for a show to happen. But I want to do what's best for the show, especially since my boy is not here to run his own show. So I'm going to I'm gonna go um out of love and and support it and make sure his his room runs well even with him not being there so i go uh uh and the first thing i ask after meeting some of the uh the promotional and management team of this club is um who's bringing me up they're like oh him he is i said oh is he a comic oh no no he's just he's a dj but he'll say your name nah dude y'all don't get this that was very telling for me, uh, you know what I mean? Because I, I'm, I'm telling them, I'm like, no, you need somebody to bring me up and to do some time. We're in a restaurant, so I broke it down to them. I said, listen, you know what? I am the main entree. You need salad before I go on. Was that dramatic enough for you? <laughs> did, did I give you a good metaphor? Did that make sense to you all? You fathermucking fam, you. <laughs> fam, you? That's uh, the uh, Florida Atlantic. Uh, what, what's fam you stand for? Florida Atlantic. Uh, damn it, I forgot. Oh, well, it's, a, it's an uh, it's an HBCU. <laughs> fam, you. I know, I know, uh, I know Common went there back when he was still Rashid, when he was Common Sense. So, um, I explained to them we need a host. I, I text my boy on WhatsApp. We need a host. They're saying they don't have a host. He's saying I've told them about it. I'm now getting annoyed at him because I'm like, but you told me there'd be a host. There's no host. I'm doing my best to keep my cool under pressure, you know, like uh, EPMD was always calm under pressure. No need to act ill. This is what I tell you, boy. You got to chill, chill, chill. So... Fortunately, Maz comes through with his promoter. Uh, they're hanging out. I ask them, uh, I tell, or I tell them the situation, and Maz's like, "Well, you know what?" He was like, "Hey, man, you know what? I'll go on. I'm gonna do. I'll bring you up." So I appreciate it. I asked them. Then uh, my boy Ak asked them too, and he he agreed to. And they also saw how how funky a setup it was as far as the restaurant setup, man. So he goes on Mozzie Moz does, you know, seven to ten minutes, brings me up. I do about 45 and it's a good show. Is it a great show? No, it's not a great show because there's a good amount of people in this showroom that are there for anything but comedy. There's a nightclub next door called XL. Let me tell you about this club later on, but the club is dope, right? So a lot of people are there because it's a Thursday night and they want to have dinner. Uh, there's one big table full of uh, people. I think they were from the Ukraine and Spain. And they were partying because it was someone's birthday. Uh, and some people are just there uh, just because. And the last thing they were expecting was some comedy show. But they listened. They laughed. Um, 
but it was an okay show. Now, I'm actually annoyed because I don't like being okay. And anybody that knows me knows I shoot for greatness. I only want greatness. I don't want to be good. Who wants to be mediocre? You know, I want to be amazing, spectacular, like Spider-Man, son. You hear me? So uh, I'm a little annoyed. But uh, Maz, like, man, you know, it's not you. The promoter, he's the, their promoter, Maz's promoter, because Maz is going to be playing at the uh, the next night at the Ritz Carlton, like a 1500 seat theater. So um, the promoter, I appreciated. He was like, man, he was like, no, it's, it's not your fault. This was not really promoted as well as it could have promoted it. Uh, so I'm like, ah, well, you know, you never know. Because I don't want to piss on the, the people that brought me here. Um, however, this was the first chink in the armor. After the show, one of the managers comes up to me. He's like, yes, yeah, you know, it's funny, but, you know, you have to relax. I said, what do you mean? I am relaxed. He's like, no, no, but, you know, you could you could be edgier, be dirty. Be, I'm like, that's, that's not what I do. I mean, I'm not going to be dirty just because you're telling me to be dirty. Like, suddenly you're this authority on comedy, you know. And he said, no, no, I, I understand. But, you know, you can you can just go go a little because they're going to understand dirty. I'm like, hey, man, that's not what I do. You know, I keep it moving. And then I go back to eat my food. You're not going to change change what I've been doing for, for, for 23 years because of your restaurant, you know. Uh... That that was, as you can tell from my tone, I was somewhat offended by that, but I kept it moving because I'm a cool cat. And I ain't gonna let for the muckers get on my skin. But that bugged me a little bit. Anyway, I ate my food. Uh Maz and his people left. Uh they said, Oh, you know the the manager, the owner, one of the managers, owner, he wants to invite me next door to his club XL. This club is awesome, man. This this club they they turned the 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 Olympic sized pool into a <laughs> into a dance floor, and the the little bungalow section that they had VIP'd off. They asked me into it. Now anyone that's ever been to a club or parties a lot knows the the VIP section is the the wackest section in the club because you're cordoned off from everyone else. You're cordoned off from the fun. I never understood that. Here, let's go stand in a corner behind this velvet rope while everybody else just stares at us like, who, who are they? Are they important? It's really not. I went up there just to say what's up to the cats from the Ukraine and from Spain because they were over there. And and uh, and that's where the owner was. I really just went up there to say what's up. Thanks for having me. And I'm going back to my room because I'm a little tired. By the time we uh we we finished eating dinner and the show the show the show didn't start till close to ten o'clock right you know you think you think black people have CB time <laughs> in the Middle East CB time is on time because everything runs late over there son. so we started probably close to ten I probably ain't going till ten ten and I probably did like I don't know probably forty five to fifty five minutes of time and by the time I finished eating it was probably like 12 30 1 o'clock so I went over to the club for like a half hour 40 minutes yo this girl just squeezed my butt can I put that out there this 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 uh woman from Spain just I'm standing there dancing and it was one it was one of those nightclubs where they just played (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. It was one of those. It was one of those clubs where you expect Blade is going to come through and kill a bunch of vampires in, in the next 20, 30 minutes, in the next four or five songs. That's how it felt. And I'm just dancing, and next thing I know, this woman just squeezing my butt. I'm like, excuse me? I beg your pardon? And she's like, oh, my goodness, look at this. It's so, it's so nice. It's so big. Excuse pardon? You don't, you don't just squeeze my behind. You squeeze mine, I squeeze yours. That's that's rules. <laughs> but she kept going on and on about my butt. That was funny. And then she calls her friends over. Look at his butt. <laughs> well, I never have been so objectified and feeling wonderful at the same time. So that was funny. Uh, so then the next day... Next day, the ne- actually when I got back to my my room, because I was I actually stayed on uh, on New York time. I didn't want my time to, you know, fade away, uh, and especially since my clock was already messed up from the week and a half prior to that, or the two weeks before that. So what I did, I was going to sleep at like four, five o'clock in the morning watching whatever movie I could watch. They showed that movie Salt with Angelina Jolie and Lee Schreiber. They showed Salt a lot. Um, I caught up on, on some sitcoms. I'd, I'd never seen Cristela. Unfortunately, the show got canceled. I watched it. It was, it was a fun sitcom, man. Um, and a couple of other shows I had never seen. But, you know, when, when you're in a, in, in a space where English is the not the first language, you'll, you'll take what you can get. You know what I mean? So, uh... <laughs> So I get a, a message from a boy who, who hosting, but he's not there. He said, yeah, message from management. Um, and, you know, be a little edgy, a little dirty. And I, then I went off with my man because I was like, yo, I was like, you know what I do, man. I'm not changing for what, for, for them, you know. And the, the, the problem with the show was not the actual show. The problem is how this show's being run. You know, I was I was I was PO'd about that because I'm like, listen, you know, we've we've been on tour over there how many times? So you know, it's not it's not me. It's not I'm not not funny. You know, I'm funny. You know, it's it's this setup stinks. Um, so I went to sleep after I sent I sent him a long message and then I went to sleep because I was I was offended and PO'd um, at the implication that somehow what I do wasn't up to par. You know. Um, so anyway, so then Friday, I chilled most of the day, and Maz's show, Maz was doing two shows, Maz was on his Cosby thing, man, Maz was doing an early 5 o'clock show and then an 8 o'clock show, that's how Cosby toured, you know, up until, I guess, recently, <laughs> um, Cosby would do 5 p.m. and 8 p.m., and that's, uh, that's, as a matter of fact, when I saw him a few years ago, in Riverside, California, with um some of my boys, Big Hugh and Rich. Um, two of the three people I went with actually have been on this podcast. Um recently Rich just guest guested with the uh, Owen Smith episodes. Um uh but yeah, Miles was doing a five o'clock show, so he told me to meet him at his uh hotel at the Ritz Carlton at four thirty. I got there four thirty. Um I go in the green room. There are a couple of comics, local comics, and here's what's funny: cats recognize me. You know what I mean? They recognize me, and even uh, which is always flattering. When when you know, sometimes you gotta go where every comic knows your name. 
So I um yeah, I went I went walked in and uh who was there? I had my man uh Salmon, I think uh what's his name? Sal Salmon and uh and who else? And uh Hisham. Hisham and Salmon. Uh Hisham and Salmon. They they were in there. They recognized me. And they were like, Yo, what's up? What are you, uh what are you doing in uh Dubai? You on vacation? You on holiday? I said, Nah man, I'm doing a show. They're like, You doing a show where? <laughs> and I told them, Yo, I'm doing this show. And uh that's when it hit me. This show has not been promoted. Anytime you're in a space, comics always know where there's a mic that's burning. Comics always know where there's a show going on, especially in an area where there's not a lot of uh, comedy popping. So anyone that knows Maz is going to be there should know that I'm going to be there. Um, like, for instance, next month they're having this Dubai Comedy Festival and they and they they got a big uh booking out of uh Chappelle. Dave is gonna be there and hopefully he has Donnell and uh Mo out there with him. Um so you got Dave gonna be out there. I think Hannibal's doing shows, um uh Gerard Carmichael and then a bunch of other comics are gonna be over there. So it's a big comedy festival. Um everybody knows who's gonna be gigging. My boy Ali uh is going to be recording his hour special. His wife, Mina, is going to be doing this uh, Funny Women of Comedy. So, you know, there's there's a lot of comedy happening. I guarantee you every comic in the in the UAE knows who all is going to be on what shows during that time. And that being said, I'm over here doing, doing these two nights. These comics don't know what's happening. That let me know these promoters really ain't up on their game. You know, so that right there was very telling to me. It made me say, okay, you know, it's definitely not me. And then the, the Mazas promoter kept saying the same thing, you know, but I didn't want to co-sign it because I'm like, hey, man, they hosted me. So out of respect, I'm not going to sit here and uh, and bash them. But they didn't help themselves by critiquing me and saying, you know, it be a little dirtier either. That didn't help their cause. It didn't help me co-sign anything they're saying more. So Maz, Maz is also selling his books, doing his pictures. The first show sold out in between shows. Um, he has a great show. He says to me, hey, you know what? Um, he's like, Habibi, you want to uh, do 10 minutes? So I'm like, bet. Definitely want to do 10 minutes. And here's the thing. I want to do 10 minutes if for no other reason. I want to make sure that Maza's promoter uh, knew that I was, that I, that I got skills, son. I wanted Maza's promoter because they saw me or have a good show on Thursday night. But like I said, I don't want to be good. I want to be great. You always should want to be great, son. You feel me? So, um, yeah, so that's that's what I did. He told me to do this guest spot. I was doing this guest spot. And, yo, put my foot in him. Put my foot in him. I might have booked something uh, in Egypt off of that show alone because some people saw me and they passed me along to some promoters in Egypt. Which is how it works, you know. Um, good work um, yields even more good work, you know. Uh, so, um, yeah, for me, that was a nice redemption type of a show. And then we had a great dinner and great time uh, with with a bunch of the comics afterwards. And then Saturday, by the time Saturday's show happened, 
I I did I so much didn't even care what what happened with the show. It was even smaller crowd. Um, I don't even think at that point the management they didn't care. I I asked again who's gonna be hosting, who's gonna bring me up. I sent my man a message telling him, listen, we need a host. No one seemed concerned, so I was sweating it. My boy Ali uh, Ali Said he uh, he he came through. He did a guest, maybe a guest, 10 minutes or so, brought me on. I actually, we had a smaller crowd. This was funny. Smaller crowd than the Thursday show, but actually had a better show because I didn't care. And the, the, the 25, 30 people that were there were there strictly for a comedy show. So it was a lot of fun. There was this uh, father from Saudi Arabia brought his three daughters. That was really nice. It was So I had a lot of fun that night, man. And then I uh, then I stayed in Dubai until Tuesday, went to do the show in Kuwait, hung out with uh, my boy Camille Basha, uh, who promoted the other show, um, the show in Kuwait. Um, we, we went and met with all the sponsors, um, which was very taxing, very exhausting, but we knocked it out. They actually gave us a car <laughs> at Acura. I told them, yo, I, I drive an Acura MDX. I've been driving one since... 2002 they're like oh well you know what we um we want to you to really feel comfortable um with our cars so they gave me uh they let me clarify they loaned us <laughs> an mdx and i drove i actually drove uh in kuwait which was which was exciting and and scary all in one and then we uh we had this wonderful lebanese dinner that night Camille and his wife and a bunch of their friends just had, we just grew up, man. We got it in. And then uh, by the time Wednesday came, Wednesday, I rested most of the day because I knew I was flying out after the show that night. Had the show, um, uh, yeah, the show went went really well. Um, uh, who, who was, uh, T hosted some of uh, the, the radio personalities from um, from the show actually host the some of the I should clarify some of the radio personalities on on the uh radio station in in Kuwait they hosted the show and also did a set jeez T hosted and George my man George George did a set his pants ripped <laughs> His pants ripped mid-set, and he pretty much decided, okay, that's enough for me. Let me ring on Dean. So he brought me on. Son, yo, I had a, I had a dope, it was just one of those fun, exciting sets. And then, this is y'all about the bug. So maybe 10 minutes before I did about, I did a total of about close to an hour and 20, right? So about... You know, 65, 70 minutes into the set. Uh, and keep in mind, we have, we have, you know, some people from the U.S. Embassy, some people from the British Embassy, uh, you know, some judges, uh, you know, the heads of all these companies that sponsor the show. We have some, some, you know, VIPs in there, some diplomats. And next to God, though, this dude comes walking down the center aisle like, yo, what's up, motherfucker? What's up, motherfucker? I'm like, hey, what's up, man? No, what's up? This dude hops on stage, right? 
This is in the university. Hops on stage. He's now in my personal space. So I get into a, a you know, a defensive stance because I don't know what's about to go down. But then I look over at, at the promoters and I'm like, oh, okay, this dude, this dude is probably, they put him up to this. He's just being silly. Like, man, what's up, motherfucker? What's up, man? What's up, man? So I'm like, what's up with you, man? He was like, yeah, man, we doing it. We doing it. Let's get a picture. So then I realized, oh, this dude really just wants a picture, and he's an overzealous uh, audience member. And what made caught me even more off guard was he he had burns on uh, the majority of his face going down to his chest. Kind of mus- muscular dude, but his face is all burned off. He has a hat on, and it throws you when someone just steps in your face and you're like, oh, shoot, your, your face is uh, burnt up. Uh, but I'm like, hey, yeah, what's up, man? But here's what's funny. It hit me and because I've been over overseas before. I've been, I remember both in, um, in Amman, Jordan, specifically, and in Egypt, that people expect, people see, are familiar with black people from television and film, so they think that's how we talk. So they think the only way to talk to young black males is in a in an aggressive uh, tone, using lots of father buckers. Like, Yo, father mucker, we we down, we cool, man. Yeah, man, we cool, father mucker. So he he keeps going, and but I realize he wants a picture, and now I see security start moving towards me. So I told him, I said, Nah, 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 chill. I said, Chill. He just wants a picture. I also I can I smell that he's he's a little tipsy, right? He's feel he's what we call feeling nice. <laughs> Son is feeling nice in Kuwait in the Middle East, right? Uh, so so we try to take a picture, but his phone is rigged, and every time we try to take a picture, his phone rigs. So I tell him I'm like, hey man, you gotta you gotta turn your phone off. So we can get this picture. Every time I say, let's, let's get your camera right, he's like, nah, motherfucker, you know what, motherfucker? You know, motherfucker. What's up, man? I said, what's up, man? Now I'm starting to lose my patience because I'm like, hey, man, we got to get this picture because people are waiting for this show and people are getting frustrated with you. It's like, them, tell them to wait. Tell security to wait, man. Tell them for the muckers to wait, man. I said, I look, fellas, hold up. He just wants a picture. I don't want him because in my mind, I really don't want him to get in trouble, and I definitely don't want them to smell the liquor on his breath, because liquor is uh, it's illegal <laughs> in Kuwait. You're not supposed to have liquor, especially out and about in public. So I don't want son to get in trouble. He's he has burn marks all over his face. He's already had a bad day at some point in his life. Let's have, let's let him leave this night on a good note. But he will not take the doggone picture. He keeps yapping. His phone keeps ringing. We found out later on his girlfriend was in the audience and kept trying to call him to tell him to come and sit down. Uh, boo. You may not be listening to this podcast, but if you do, uh, next time, just come and get your man, all right? Don't rely on Sprint or AT&T or Verizon or whatever Kuwait's version of those phone companies is. Next time, your man gets drunk because I'm guessing this is not his last time doing that. (laughs) 
next time come get him because eventually he kept yapping i said hey man we got to get this picture because now you know this this is disrespectful not just to the audience but disrespectful to my show you know what i mean and then finally he still was yapping and they said here we got to take him i said hey i I tried i tried to get you from not getting in trouble and then uh so as they as they swarmed and they were pissed. I mean, the security, the promoter, everybody was peeled as sun, right? So as I'm regathering my thoughts, I go grab my bottle of water, I take a sip, and I say, uh, uh, isn't uh isn't Kuwait uh isn't it illegal to drink in Kuwait? And that it was just timing wise was perfect. The crowd fell out. And we got back on the bicycle bed, and it, it turned out to be uh, be a phenomenal show. And you know, so I look forward to returning in uh, probably in the midwinter to do the uh, all African American show. So then, oh, so while I'm on my plane flight, I I fly out that night. So show ended at uh, what like ten o'clock. It was supposed to start. Show was supposed to start at uh, I want to say eight. Probably started eight ten. Probably ended around ten. We we did the meet and greet. I was I was you know took pictures with everybody. I was at the airport by ten fifty, and we stopped at uh at Hardee's to get this chicken sandwich that they've been telling me was really good and really spicy. That's so ghetto. <laughs> That's so you are such an American. <laughs> so. I uh, I go get my sandwich. We we kick it. Uh, Camille and crew, you know, they did everything right. That the promoter that I will never worry about working for in Dubai did wrong. You know what I mean? And I did my favor for my, for my dude. It didn't work out perfectly, but whatever. You know, it comes with the territory. And sometimes favors work out well, and sometimes they don't. But, you know, it's over. It's in the past. Or, or so I thought. So I'm on the plane. And, you know, when you take pictures or when you get pictures sent to you on um, on different applications like a WhatsApp, sometimes you don't even realize the, f- the full picture. You just see a clip of the picture. So I get this picture. Um... And I realized when my boy sent me the message saying that message from um, message from management, uh, you know, be a little edgier. I had no idea. I did not realize that dude had sent a uh, sent a deeper, more detailed uh, message. And dude, hold up. I'm actually looking looking for it right now. Because when I saw this, I was actually, I this I'm I'm on a plane and I see this message, and you want to talk about you want to talk about son? I was I was heated. I was heated when I saw this because then I saw the full message. Do send a picture of of the previous comic that went and did the the show two weeks prior to me, their first show. It was a funny comic, but. I know what I do compared to what he does. And so I was, first of all, I was annoyed that we were even being compared. But secondly, I was pissed because, well, this is what it says. Uh, 
The guy is good, but crowd don't understand his joke, and he is so polite, and crowd needs dirty ones. Otherwise, it's boring, so please have a word with him. Thanks, bro. Now, I'm going to tell you why that's offensive on numerous levels. Number one, uh, have a word with him as if anything somebody's going to say to him, somebody who I'm never going to work for again. <laughs> You're saying to me, <laughs> have a word with him as if that's going to make me adjust. You don't know me like that, son. And I know you don't know comedy. So because if you knew me, you know, A, my reputation, and B, you know I'm not going to make some adjustment for the likes of you. B, I was annoyed that he was talking to my boy like this. And I, I, I hope my boy checked him on it because, you know, this you're a restaurateur. You're not a comedy booker. Y'all can give a damn about comedy. Y'all trying to sell uh, uh, steak and shawarma and mashed potatoes. Um, but then the, he, the, the, the offense to he is so polite and crowd needs dirty ones. It's also insulting to the audience because it's saying that the audience only understands dirty jokes. And God forbid a comic... Uh, doesn't insult or attack the audience and suddenly he's too nice and too polite. So I was real pissed uh, about this. I'm on my plane flight and I couldn't talk to my boy, but, and I just remember realized I still haven't spoken about it. Cause I said, you know what? I'm not going to send some long message. I'm a talk to him person, but I was real vexed about that, man. I wish I, it's probably best. I didn't get this, full message until after I left because I might have probably had words and said something out of line to somebody on the premises if I had realized it. But oh well, you live and learn. Favors are done. <laughs> and there you have it, man. That's my trip to the uh the Middle East. And now I'm home for for a nice little stretch. Next up we about to do these things for um for the NFL uh and ESPN. Um, I'll keep y'all posted on those. Oh, and you know what? Shout out to my man, uh, brilliant acting coach and just good, good all around good fella, uh, Larry Moss. Uh, I actually met with him. My manager suggested I meet with him. Uh, he, Dean, he will change your life. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Hey, he, he helped, uh, Michael Clark Duncan get nominated for an Oscar and many other actors. So, think i'll be working with him real soon uh y'all you know you can check him out he was actually um on joseph vesey shout out to vesey um he was on vesey's podcast last year the, the callback so you check out the larry morse episodes i think they did three of those episodes yeah real really uh insightful uh dude and uh, uh just a, a, a bright light of an individual man i, I look forward to uh working with him real soon and uh, as always, subscribe, like, follow, um, and tell a friend about the Father Muckin Protocol, man. Uh, we we doing we're doing big things, big things are going, and uh, we'll keep shining, man. Uh, yo, this was a fun episode. I hope I hope I gave y'all some insight onto my life on the road in in the last month, going out to uh, Kuwait and UAE and Dubai. I all love. Catch y'all next week. Two fingers, your man Dean Edwards. I am Dean Edwards. Follow me, because that's who I am. Or love. Easy, easy. <laughs>